This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in 2017, and some conversations were in light of tax reform being implemented. To get more clarity, subscribe to our newsletter at kennedy-financial.com and receive the updated article. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And it is Life Planning 101 on KTX KWY. A very pleasant good Monday morning, everyone. And as usual, Angela Kennedy Robinson joins us. And just a great weekend. Well, it Angela, was. Cowboys a, win, tax reform. Yes, I stuff. know. Can't beat it, can we? I mean, jeez, okay. can't can't get any better than that. And, of course, we have a show lined up perfectly for that, obviously. For Cowboys winning? Uh, well, no. I wish I could say. Actually, yes, because it's about gratitude. Um, but, <laughs> um, but, no, um, and I actually, I got some stats in. Um, I was reading through my emails last night, and we had almost a 1,000 downloads of of our show last month through the internet so we're building an audience every wow. week and and want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in because it's an increasing stability so it's Absolutely. it's pretty cool to be able to see that so we're very grateful for that at kennedy financial services and and we do have a great show lined up today and i actually wasn't sure they were going to pass tax reform as you know it happened like saturday morning at 3 a.m we hours of the morning we hours in the morning and so i'd written everything and then of course, I came in all weekend long just studying up on the new tax code and came in and revamped some things uh, this morning. But we're not necessarily talking about taxes, but we are. And the reason why we're not necessarily talking about taxes is even though they got this reform passed, it's not going to apply to 2017. No, it's going to take yeah. effect. We had Congressman Conaway in. Uh, yes. Now, the one thing that he mentioned that it will affect in 2018 is your take-home pay. If you go into a lower tax bracket, yes. you'll see more two, money. Yeah, in 2018, you it will affect you tremendously, and you could adjust withholding. You do. Right. What we will do a complete show on how to kind of look at your taxes and reassess where you're going to be. Plan for April of 2019. Yes, because, um, and not only that, because you can use those dollars ahead of time. You know, I think that's a common misnomer that people do is they just wait to get that big refund at the end of the year where well, you've lost an entire year of being able to invest that money for yourself and put back extra savings and stuff so you see if you can start planning in january right. and get those get everything adjusted correctly then you have more income immediately immediately and and that's pretty significant it's, so basically if you wait for a big refund you're giving the the federal government a tax-free loan you are absolutely an, an interest-free loan, interest loan that you lose out because of inflation absolutely. and that's that's damaging so we will definitely Definitely focus in on that. But with that in mind, you know, I think one of the biggest things for everybody to come, you know, to wake up and smell the roses about is that for most people, your taxes are going to be higher this year than next year. So what does that mean? That means you need to find every single deduction that you can find in 2017, things that you maybe thought about waiting to do next year that could create a deduction, take them in 2017. Now, I'll be interested to see what the House Reconciliation does with this bill because there are a couple things on the table that could go through this year, such as Section 179 and limited expensing and uh, medical expenses. They were going to go ahead and reduce the AGI cap on that. So there 
there's a couple things and we will do a show around that but uh, you know your job over the next four weeks is if you're in that high tax bracket do everything you can to try to move it down and so um, we've got a great show today lined up that um, we're going to talk about the gift of giving and it actually goes hand in hand with taxes and a lot of people don't realize um, how powerful Uncle Sam can be when or, or giving can be when it comes to Uncle Sam and so we've got five strategies today that we're going to go through when it talks about giving and you know I don't I don't know if it's just that time of year we all watch Scrooge and the Grinch and and for the 18 millionth time right but right. Yeah. <laughs> but we gain a little more cheer and everybody has just a little bit more inspiration to be able to give something back even if it's in the smallest amount and so we're going to talk about how to do that because at the same time you have the pressures of the season, right? You just maxed out every credit card you had on Black Friday, and you know you've got to pay those bills. Right? <laughs> Uncle Sam is right around the corner right. because our tax bills aren't changing for this year, so we've got to think about that. And then precious time in December. Is it even available? <laughs> Do you have any, right? Every night, there is something going on. Every day, there is something going on, and then last-minute shopping has to occur on the 24th because yeah. you forgot three things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to walmart on the 24th wow yeah yeah so when it comes to giving we're going to teach you today how to have your cake and eat it too and i think that's pretty cool because you know we always ask people a question uh, especially business owners will ask them you know would you rather give money to your employees or to uncle sam well, that's an easy answer, right. right? I would assume most people rather give it to their employees unless they really don't like their employees. But, you know, same thing goes with your charities. Would you rather give it to your favorite cause, the things that are nearest and dearest to your heart, or give it to Uncle Sam? Charity. Right? Yeah, absolutely, all day long. The problem is most people are sitting there thinking in their head, well, it doesn't work quite that way. You're right. It doesn't. You get a deduction, not a tax credit. Right. So it's not 100% dollar for dollar but what if we could teach you some ways that it didn't take cash to be able to do it and to get the deduction anyway be awesome pretty cool right so let us know at kfs life planning tweet us what keeps you from giving more i don't have the money i fear outliving my money so i can't give it away or I would rather give to my children. We want to know. Tweet us. And when we come back, five incredible strategies you don't want to miss that are the gifts that give back. It all continues right here on KTX KWBY. Segment two of Life Planning 101 on KTX KWY. Great topic today, giving, Angela. Yes, the gift that gives in more ways than one, right? And we're talking about how to have your cake and eat it too. And I hope I'm getting that saying right because I'm notorious, as you know, for getting sayings wrong. Um, <laughs> but um, we you are... Nailed that yeah, one, so. Great, 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 great. Okay, we are in a very unique situation in 2017 and i'm not talking about the dallas cowboys we are talking about where we are with taxes right and there's a very good chance that your taxes are going to go down next year so what does that mean find every deduction that you can this year right so why not use that holiday chair give to your favorite cause and have uncle sam help you do it 
in the meantime, right? You might be able to give more this year than you can next year just because tax benefits. Right. And it's something to really, really think about. And so the first of these five strategies I want to talk about is something we were just briefing over during the visit. You know, if you know that your tax rate is going to go down next year, or even if you don't, it doesn't matter. There's a proven study on this. If you forward things up, you'll actually gain more of the long term. But wouldn't it be better to take every deduction that you could this year if your taxes are going up? Yes. Yes. Right? So advance it. And here's a little known secret about charitable gifting. You can actually give on a credit card. And even though you don't pay that credit card till 2018, you get to deduct the gift this year. Might sound pretty cool, right? So we do a couple uh, we do a couple gifts throughout the years to some larger things that we feel very pushed towards. And you know, with that being said, we try to advance everything in December. And one of the things that you can obviously do is I'm sure you get a thousand zero percent credit cards in the mail every year. Okay, so if you worry, well, I can't pay off my whole. You know, I usually give that charity six thousand dollars a year. There's no way I can pay that in January all in one month. We'll get you a zero percent credit card over the next twelve months. Pay five hundred a month. Yes, and then you've you've done exactly what you were going to do anyway, right? With your charitable gifting, you just advanced it all to 2017. And what did that create for you? Well, if you are in the 39.6% bracket, that top federal tax bracket, you know, think about it, it's basically 40% on six grand, that's $2,400 in tax savings. Right. That's pretty nice. Very nice. Right? So, you know, think about things that you're going to go ahead and do anyway, and how could you possibly get an advancement for that? And I think that's really important to be able to think about. Another similar strategy uses what's called a donor advised fund. And I know we've talked a little bit about these on the show before, but these are powerful tools because you don't have to just give cash. You can give things, appreciated assets to donor advised funds. Some donor advised funds will even accept paintings, statues, cars, everything, Boats. right? Boats, right. Um, stocks, okay. It's been a great year in the stock market. Obviously, what if you, you, know, you were going to make a gift, you don't have the cash this year, but you know you're going to next year, you could go ahead and gift your stock this year. You would avoid all of the capital gains in addition to getting a tax deduction for the fair market value of the stock on the day that you gift it. It's pretty cool, right? Yes. So think about that. If you had $100,000 of stock that had appreciated from $50,000, you're going to avoid $50,000 in capital gains, which let's just say it was 20% of capital gains on that. That'd be ten grand that you'd save right there. And you get a deduction for the other 50000 which if you're in that 40% tax bracket would be, guess what? 20. So you just save $30,000 and you gift 50. So Uncle Sam paid 30,000 of the 50. Win-win situation. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times we don't think about um, how much, you know, this really helps us in and the reality is, is, and a lot of people think, I feel that I have to do this with my church. Well, just communicate with them. Say, hey, I want to do this this year for this reasons, and we're going to go ahead and advance this out. I actually got a letter from our church because I forgot to have that conversation. And they asked, well, we're confused. <laughs> Why did you give this chunk this year? Nothing this time. And then this time, it was all over the board, right? right. Well, it was tax planning that was behind that. So, you know, as long as you're up front with them and you say, hey, this is what I want to do. They're going to be completely fine with that with their budgeting. More than fine, trust me. 
they'd rather receive 50,000 than nothing, right? right. So <laughs> they'd be completely fine with doing that. But you can also do that in a donor advice fund. You can just shift that over there. Why is that important? A lot of people say, well, I don't want to give a chunk to my church. I don't want to give a chunk to my charities. And I, maybe I don't know where I want it to go next year or in the next years to come. Think about that. You could actually go ahead and set up something to give for the next four years when you know tax rates are going to be down over the next four years. Right. Okay. So what if you gift over appreciated securities? They can stay invested. And then as you want to send them to charities, you can do so. There's no time limit and there's no amount and there's no specified charity. So as long as it's a 501c3 at any time in the future, whether you're alive or dead, doesn't matter when it goes, as long as it goes. Okay, so pretty cool. The reason I love this strategy is it's a very great teacher. Okay, number one, you can get those little ones in your families involved in this, okay, and get them to be the trustees. They can actually be the trustees on the donor advised fund as a minor. And the cool thing is, is that you can teach them how to invest that money how to take a percentage off of that money to give and play with that time value of money and show them the power. If we spread this out, this could last for 20 years or 30 years of gifting. Make a big difference. Make a big difference. And then what did they just learn? The gift of giving, giving. right? That holiday chair. And it may go on a legacy that's way further out than you'd ever, you ever planned or dreamed about. So very cool. It doesn't have to be just cash. And I think that's a common, I don't have the cash. I'm scared to spend the cash, but you know, you may have some appreciated asset that you really just don't want or don't need anymore. It may be gold. It may be silver. It may be a statue. It may be guns. It may be all kinds of things. And these donor advised funds are willing to accept those life insurance policies that's what i was going to mention life insurance policies yeah, life insurance policies are loved okay why <laughs> okay simple thing there's a lot more money there when you're dead right? <laughs> so and they're gonna pay off that's exactly know. right so you know and, and and a lot of times we see people so this is actually going into the third um idea for the day but a lot of times we see people have a life insurance policy and they don't need it anymore right and they said well i'm just going to cash it in well just created a tax burden for yourself exactly ask your church would you want to take this over and take the payments my guess is they're going to say yes you get to deduct the value of that life insurance policy today. And by the way, when we value policies, this is not what's the cash value inside of there. It's oftentimes between the cash value and the death benefit. Right. So it's higher than what the cash value is inside of there, right? So you get an immediate tax deduction for doing such. And then what if they get a million dollars down the road or $500,000 down the road? You know, it's not only the gift, but what legacy what did legacy? you just create for your community, for the things that you care about most, for the things that you're worried about when you're gone, how are they going to be able to do this? Because we've been financially supporting them, you know, and it's in God's hands. Well, maybe this is God's answer. Right? And also with the life insurance, even if maybe you have, uh, you're, you're fairly well off, but you're not, you want to make a difference, but what you have isn't enough to make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. You could purchase a life insurance policy make the charity the owner and the beneficiary you still make the payments on it each year and get the deduction for the payments and then you leave a big legacy 
Am I correct in what I'm that saying here? You, you are exactly correct, and you're jumping ahead. So oh, I really appreciate it. Terry, <laughs> good job. Okay, next thing we're going to have to do is put Terry Slavens to work at Kennedy Financial <laughs> Services. He's getting all this figured out. So when we come back, we have two other way more powerful strategies than what we, we just talked about that you don't want to miss about the gifts that give back. Final segment, Life Planning 101. Let's get right to it, Angela. Yes, and we're talking about the gift that gives. You know, um, it's interesting. Our team reads uh, reads a book every quarter, and this time they're reading a book called The One Thing. I've actually brought it up on the show before. And uh, it was talking about living life on purpose, which, of course, is our tagline. And it talked about that money is so much more than money, right? It's about what money can do and how you can get it to fit your goals and your dreams and your deepest desires and what God has placed in your heart. And I think, you know, when we talk about gifting, that's exactly what it is. You know, being able to create legacies and do things that are just absolutely phenomenal. And you brought up something right before the break about, you know, being able to use life insurance to leverage your gifts. And, you know, I don't want you to forget about uh, what tools you have in your back pocket that are just so simple that you don't even realize that you have. Um, You know, one of those being your IRA. A lot of people end up with IRAs and after husband and wife have lived for so many years, you know, you're you're both alive, you're doing well and you've got this IRA building up and you're being forced to take out an amount every year called a required minimum distribution that's taxable, right? right? Well, what if you could make that disappear? Well, you can. And that's by giving it to a charity. It becomes what's called a qualified charitable distribution. And the neat thing about that is it doesn't just provide you a write-off in the amount of what you send out. It doesn't even show up on your tax return. So even if you don't itemize your deductions and get charitable deductions, you still get it. Right. And in addition to that, it actually will lower the amount potentially that you're taxed on your Social Security. Okay, so you could get a double whammy for this whole deal, right? right. Get, you know, where maybe you normally get taxed 28%, it actually may equate to about 35% when you do the numbers. So it could be absolutely huge. And you just mentioned something before the break about, you know, having a charity own your life insurance and you continue to pay that premium, but do it as a gift every year. This is a perfect way to do that. Take that IRA and be able to send that money directly to that charity to pay that premium. Pretty neat. Yeah, win-win situation. It, it is a win-win situation. So, and I don't. I, I kind of save the best for last. Okay. Because this is just is just so cool. Okay. So there are these things called young pooled income funds. Okay. And it's very important that the word young is in front of them because we're in an incredibly low interest rate environment. If you haven't noticed. Um, And it's been that way for a while, but this is because of that. So you can actually put money in what's called a pooled income fund. And because the government assumes that it's only going to be paying out like 1% a year because of these low interest rate environments, you get a massive tax deduction based on doing this, but then you get to receive income for life off of your gift or your life and your spouse's life or your life and your four children's lives. And then at the end of all that period of time, it could go to the charity. Wow. Isn't that cool? That so is cool. This is pretty cool. We Recently, we had a, a visit with a lady, and I love her to death. This family we've been working with for years. And she says, you know, my kids, they're getting all this tax benefit. We've been doing all this estate planning. We're, they're getting all this tax benefit. What's for me? I want the 
worth it for me. So <laughs> she's very charitable. And we came up with this strategy and she's able to move. Okay. Again, appreciated securities, not a penny of cash. We took 250000 moved it over into this young pooled income fund. Are you ready for this? Got her a tax deduction of $170,000. She was so excited she didn't have to write her last tax payment check, <laughs> right? And again, no cash. Total tax savings is going to pro- approximately be about $78,000 for the year. Wow. And this is going to pay not only her, but her four children for the rest of their lives. And at the end of that period of time, the money that's left over will then go to, she has a donor advised fund set up for her grandkids to run. Isn't that, that cool? That is awesome. That is awesome, right? Yeah. And the way it's very, um, you can set these up all different kinds of ways to get different kinds of deductions. But in her case, we're taking all the interest, all the dividends, and half of the long-term capital gains, and that comes back out to her. So it's pretty powerful, pretty robust in what you can do. And you get to manage the money. It's not like it's sitting in an annuity or anything. Right. So you can manage it to maximize to get the money back out if that's what you want to be able to plan to do, right? And obviously, if you set it up just like you would your retirement plan, there's going to be dollars left. Um, so that's that's neat in itself. So. There, um, the point by this whole show is that there's just so many things that you can be able to do that doesn't involve just strictly writing a, a check for doing and, it. And this time of year, people are more giving. That's right. I mean, people having been in the insurance industry at one point in my life, people I'd hear agents say, well, nobody buys anything in December because they're busy with the holidays and i always had some of my best months in december because people are thinking about family they they're are. thinking about charities what's important they're to them think about the things your that, legacy yes absolutely yes, that's right so you know i had a wonderful quote i came across last week perfect for the show feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it That was William Arthur Ward that said that. And I tend to think that we are beyond blessed that we even have to talk about this today, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. Isn't that amazing that we get to talk about this today? We're blessed. So have cheer, give, and receive. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.